Welcome to That's Agritastic, the show that celebrates the scope and diversity of agriculture across the country. I'm Pete Emmons, your host. Joining me are my very special guests. It's Brett Poser and his daughters, Madeline Joanna of the EOO Farm in Marysville, Ohio. And today we're exploring the family-run market garden of the EOO Farm. Hey, welcome everybody. How's everybody doing today, okay? Yep, yep, very good. Yes. Hey, right now, I know we're getting into the heart, really, of the summer harvest with all kinds of things coming into full bloom and, and ready for delicious eating, picking and eating. Uh, and busy time, I know, busy and exciting. And I know you have multiple involvements at the farm, farmer's market, lots going on. So I really appreciate you taking time out of your schedule uh, to really let us into your garden today. So in advance, thank you so much uh, for sharing your operation with us and our listeners today. So thank you for that. And this is the very first time that you have been on the show. And we'd like to have some fun to get to know our guests a little bit uh, by knowing some fun facts about your background. So guess what, Dad? You're always going to be the first one here. So, Brett, um, now, did you grow up in Union County or did you transplant here or what's the story? So we are transplants. We're actually from Pennsylvania, which is why EOO is what it is. That actually stands for Edge of Ohio. We came from the Edge of Ohio, from Pennsylvania, and now we live here in the heart of Ohio. So we had some family in Champaign County, and I got a job in uh, Columbus. So moving into Union County was a really nice middle ground for us there. So what is your career path? So I'm actually a university professor at Franklin University. I'm the department chair of the School of Education currently. Very good. So really not any ag background per se? No, but I grew up with horses. Uh, we had a couple acres. Uh, my mom always had a family garden. We would do a lot of canning. So I haven't had store-bought spaghetti sauce since <laughs> I was probably five. And same with our other vegetables, green beans, carrots. So it's been, you know, that's kind of what eventually led to this is, you know, that background from having a, a garden big enough to, you know, support our family and make sure we had our own local stuff to just getting another step bigger. So really, again, some of your upbringing, uh, you came, you did full circle and came back, uh, get back into the ag even on a greater scale. Mm -hmm. So um, let's uh, switch it down here to Madeline. Hey, Madeline, what grade are you in? I'm six going on seven. Okay. Where do you go to school? I go to Creekview, but now I'm going to Bunsell Middle School. So what is your favorite subject? Um, I like reading, definitely. Reading. Okay. And what are some of the things that you do in school? Do you participate in some of the school activities? Um, there is um a cheerleading program that I'm doing. So and I did choir last year, so that was fun. Okay. And do you take part in the 4-H program at all? No, I do not. Okay, you do not do the 4-H. Okay. What are some of your other favorite hobbies that you have? Well, I like to do art. I do dance. And that's about it. I like to read a lot. What's the favorite book that you ever read? Most favorite um, book? Probably like Babysitter Club books. Okay. Very good. Excellent. Hey, Joanna, what's your story? Um, I'm going into seventh grade. In school, I did student council and choir. I was featured as one of 
the I am the future students. And outside of school, I play ice hockey. And for my past birthday, I got 14 chickens and a handful of houseplants. Wow, that's a lot of poultry right there. Woo. You are busy. Well, let's move on to the farm right now and get into that. Hey, Brett, I uh, see so you have about 17 acres. Yes, but 11, about a, 11 of that has woods on it. We have about two and a half acres that is about tillable. Right now, our garden plot just takes up one acre, but we have it planned out to expand into the two and use the other half for uh, potential tunnels if we continue to grow and the operation gets that big. So it's kind of in the hands of the twins since they're the ones that are kind of making some of those bigger decisions. I just make sure that we actually have the resources and the uh, workload behind building some of these plans. There you go. And Madeline, where where do the where in the world did the idea come from in the first place to really have your own uh, garden in the, on the farm there? Well, so our grandparents um, and uncle own a dairy farm in Pennsylvania, and my Grammy who lives with us has always had a garden. So it so we decided to expand it and basically just use that for because I wanted a job, so we did that instead. Okay. Very good. And what uh, sort of things did you do to really prep for all the planting that you're doing? We first we used our basement actually before we used we have a um, greenhouse, but we put we planted them in our basement. We um, we let them grow and then we put some of them into the ground and then we put some in the greenhouse. So you basically started right from seed. Yes. Excellent. Now, what what did you start with first? Um, probably the corn. Okay, that was, that was one of the first things we put in yes. the ground. Well, yeah. So that was the first thing that I put in the ground, and then the first thing that we put in, um, into like the basement or is it like the basil. Yeah, we start our basil. Yes, the basil. The flowers. The flowers. And um, our onions and beans. And tomatoes. Yeah. Okay. So, Madeline, what was the uh, most challenging thing to grow to start with? Um, that would probably be the corn because we did it all by hand and only half of them grew. Okay. Only half of them grew. Yes. Now, you have, you mentioned the basil and the garlic. What are some facts, there's some interesting facts about basil and garlic, especially when you talk about how you preserve the basil. Uh, doesn't stay uh, fresh or store long periods of, of time. What are some things that people might not know about that? Well, I've never planted basil before until now. So I just, um, when we planted them and they started growing, they had this strong smell that I never knew about. But a way to preserve them, you could either freeze them or you can dry them. Okay, you can either freeze them or dry them. Hey, uh, Jocelyn, uh, you grew some root-type vegetables like uh, onions, carrots, and radishes. Uh, tell us a little about that. Um, yeah, we did plant some of those radish, some of that. Um, it took a while for them to grow, so we were really waiting for them to grow, and people kept on asking us about it, um, but now we have some. So. Okay. Well, I told them. 
carrots are going and uh, what they look like. And one thing, one challenge we found with the carrots with our ground. Well, okay. so the carrot right. didn't grow like straight. They were all zigzaggy. <laughs> since we grew them in the greenhouse first, we have a little like a little basket. Okay. So once they hit the bottom, they kind of grew out. Okay. So don't look good, but they taste amazing. That's the most important thing. And I'll tell you, what, I personally had gotten some of your basil. Use it in salad, and the flavor on it was phenomenal. It was it was excellent. So let's uh, move on here now. How frequently do you have to water the root vegetables? They're um, very hardy. Around three times a week, depending if it rains. So okay. if it doesn't rain, we must water it from. Oh. We collect some water from the pond, and it. Okay. Very good. Right now it is time to salute all of our outstanding show sponsors that make our program possible. That does include the Central Ohio Farm Bureau of Union, Madison, Delaware, and Franklin Counties, UT's Farm Market of Plain City, Ohio, the Marysville, Ohio branch of the Middlefield Banking Company, the Ohio Ecological Food and Farm Association, and Health Insurance Markets, Michelle Mercer, Dublin, Ohio office. You'll find great products and services at all of our show partners. Well, let's continue on now. And you have so many different things that you've got going here. Uh, let's talk, first of all, uh, about uh, some of the other types of vegetables. But before we go there, I know, girls, you know a lot about vegetables, but I've got two fun questions for you that I want to see if you know the answer to this is, you know, kayakers, people with kayaks. There is one type of vegetable that they absolutely do not want to have on their kayak. You know what that is? Madeline? I have no idea. Tomatoes. This is a fun thing. No, they do never want to have leaks on their kayaks. Leaks, okay. Uh, now, what about people in rowboats? People in rowboat and people on rowing in rowboats always want to have this type of vegetable on. Get a get a guess on that, Madeline. What do you think that is? I don't know. Uh, jo Joanna, you got any idea on that one? Um, maybe a. I don't, I don't know. Uh, it would be romaine. Romaine lettuce, like romaine. Okay. <laughs> All right. So much for uh, the vegetable fun here now. Let's let's talk some more serious about vegetable. So, um, Joanna, what's your favorite vegetable? Um, green beans. And green beans. And why is that? Is it the texture, the flavor? Um, they were the first vegetables, vegetable I grew. And they taste okay. All right. And um, Madeline, you grow four types of pumpkins? Yes. We have um, we have pie pumpkins, jack-o'-lantern pumpkins, white pumpkins, and gourds. Okay. And uh, these don't come up again till the fall, correct? Yes. We do have um, our first white pumpkin and a bunch of um, other pumpkins that are starting off smaller. They're getting really big. We might actually be able to pick our first white pumpkin. Awesome. All right. Now you all go to the uh, Circleville Great Pumpkin Show there. Get some ideas on your pumpkins. <laughs> Excellent. Well, again, so you're growing things all the way through the summer right into uh, the fall months. And what else in the fall do you have going? Well, um, we will have corn, definitely. 
We'll have pumpkins, corn, um, hopefully spinach, actually. We have little spinaches coming up. They were supposed to come earlier, but they did not want to come up. But we are now having a little bit of growth, so. Okay, well, that's good. We've had some rain now, so hopefully that's helped too, right? Yes. So, Joanna, what is the most important lesson that you have learned through all this process this past year? Um, that it's tough to start a garden and keep a garden. So you must continue doing hard work to make sure those plants stay alive. And Madeline, what is it for you? Well, um, I think it's just really fun and educational when it taught me how farmers, big and small, are very important because they give you all your nutrition. Excellent. And your products are available. Uh, for anybody that would like to purchase them, you're this summer. You're at the Union County Farmers Market on Saturday mornings uh, from eight thirty to about eleven eleven thirty. Any other places, Brett, where people can get your products? Not yet, but as our pumpkins come, we've considered to do uh, come you know a U pick for our, some of our pumpkins because we our one plot for pumpkins is pretty large. We've got about twelve rows of pumpkins. It's about a hundred feet by about sixty feet. And they're coming in really well. We did have a small uh, fight with a couple of field mice that kept digging up uh -oh. our uh, seeds and eating them right after we put them in the ground. But we were able to chew them out. And uh, our second round of pumpkins are coming in strong. But we've considered maybe doing that since we just live right off of uh, Burger Road, about a mile from where the uh, Union County Farmers Market is. It'd be really easy for people to come by, pick their great pumpkins and be ready to go. So what well, we haven't expanded outside of that, because this is the first year, like Madeline said, they kind of wanted a job and they said, well, we've got that land down there. Might as well, you know, plant it and see where we go. So as we kind of keep expanding and get our planting yeah. set up, we'll see how much we have for future sites as well. Very good. And what's what uh, word do you have for people uh, interested in starting their own little garden like this? What's What advice do you have for them? Well, I would say that what they need to make sure they first do is plan. You want to plan how much land you're going to use. You need to plan how many vegetables and your type of vegetables get a variety. You need to know how many days it goes from transplanting to germination. And so that we, when you're moving them from planting them to start them from seed, even though they'll germinate in so many days, when you transplant them, it's not always the same number of days to maturity once you transplant them. Because that's one thing that we are coming up against is just finding out how many days of maturity we need once they've been moved to the garden out of the greenhouse. So as long as they plan that and are ready, they should be successful because even for our uh, deer, we have a fence up around. So the deer luckily not impacted much of that. The only other animal we've ever found inside was a snapping turtle. So <laughs> they plan on how they set their garden up, how they want to sow their seeds. Uh, that'll kind of help them, whether it's just a small operation to uh, feed themselves or to join us at the farmer's market. And there's a lot of great uh, online resources available and a lot of great help through the Ohio Extension Services too of the Ohio State University for sure. Well, we will post how people can get your products uh, up on our show Facebook page again. And girls, I want to ask you, what's a final special message that you'd like to share with all of our listeners? Madeline, what's the final word that you want to put out there about this? Probably just have fun and enjoy what you're growing. It's a, it's a really cool thing that you're you're going to be, if you are starting a garden, that it's really important that other people um, can enjoy that. So Perfect. Madeline, what's yours? 
Um, well, make sure to make your vegetables look um, like they're alive and nice and big so people like them. And um, just make sure to wake up before the sun does. <laughs> that would be good, right? Excellent. You want to have those vegetables uh, bright and shiny and ready for everybody when they see them like, wow, they want to have those, right? Excellent. Hey, Brett, you are on social media. I noticed that you have you are on uh, Facebook, I believe, but put that site out there. Sure, yeah, we're just EOO Farms in Marysville, so find us. We've got our green logo with our tractor on it there, so that's our site. We'll usually post the day before to let people know what we're planning to bring to the market, and then we like to encourage people to come out to the market there on Saturdays, 8.30 to 11.30 a.m. at uh, Partners Park to support Union County Farmers Market. And you can see some of the progress as we grow. You know, Madeline posing with her radishes and Joanna excited with corn. Okay, very good. Hey, thank, again, thanks uh, all of you for your great information. Hey, taking time on your schedule to be on the show uh, today. Uh, again, encourage everybody, to, if you're in Central Ohio, to come stop by the Farmers Market in Marysville on Saturday mornings to see the EOO farm and get yourself some of the great fresh produce. Hey, I wish you all the best of luck, much success of the rest of the summer. Hopefully we'll check in back with you uh, later on as well. Hey, and we'd like to do a final acknowledgement of all of our show sponsors. That does include the Central Ohio Farm Bureau of Union, Madison, Delaware, and Franklin counties. It's a grassroots membership organization dedicated to strengthening and sustaining agriculture through policy advocacy, professional development, resource provisions, and outstanding member benefits. Okay, and again, you can find find them on Facebook at Central Ohio Farm Bureau. Contact Melinda Lee, Organization Director, M. Lee at OFBF.org. That's M. Lee at OFBF.org. Utsi's Farm Market of Plain City, Ohio. It's your one-stop shop for all your favorite Amish cheeses, and they have over 30 types of cheeses. They have deli meats, baked goods, and much more, and their corn crib area is now fully stocked and loaded with fresh produce. They're located on Converse Huff Road off of Route 42 in Plain City. They're open Monday to Saturday, 9 to 5. You can find them on Facebook with weekly specials, and be sure to order online. Utsi's Farm Market, it's worth the drive. The Marysville, Ohio branch of the Middlefield Banking Company offering great rates for ag, commercial, and residential projects combined with exceptional customer service. Located on Coleman's Crossing in Marysville, they're open Monday to Friday, 8.30 to 5 p.m. and Saturdays, 8.30 to noon. You can find them on Facebook. They are ready to serve you. The Ohio Ecological Food and Farm Association. Cultivating a future in which sustainable and organic farmers thrive. Local food nourishes our communities and ag practices protect and enhance our communities. Now is the perfect time to become a member, offering mega benefits, including organic certification, educational events led by experts, technical support to grow and sustain your business. Go to OEFFA.org. That's OEFFA.org. In health insurance markets, Michelle Mercer, Dublin, Ohio office. Choosing the right Medicare plan can be confusing. You can call Michelle today to set up a free initial consultation at 614-606-0422. That's 614-606-0422. Or email her at mmercer at healthmarkets.com. That's mmercer at healthmarkets.com. 
Health Insurance Inc. is licensed in all states and DC. Product availability may vary and agents may receive compensation based on enrollment. There is no obligation to enroll. Your patronage and support of all of our show partners is truly appreciated. But join us again for our next ag adventure on July 25th as we explore the FFA Leadership Conference in Washington, DC. You can follow us on Facebook at That's Agritastic for show details, special ag announcements, interesting ag stories, and much more. Until the next time, this is Pete Emmons saying, make it an Agritastic week.